Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. No uh, Paddington 2, which was no. crazy no. about the other day. What film? Oh, have amazing. you seen that? No, I haven't. Oh my God, Joe. So it is the best. Have I seen Paddington 1? No, I you see Paddington 1. Paddington no, they're both 2. great, but Paddington 2 is better. You're listening to the Sherlock's Podcast, your guide to a more stylish life. Welcome to the Sherlock's Team Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Sherry Andrew, Emma Bigger, and a very special guest. Joe is with us today. I'm so Joe. overexcited. Hello, girls. You know I'm getting very overexcited. <laughs> oh, no. Can I say, it's so lovely because actually, I have been lucky enough to be on your show many times over the years. So quite nice to have you in my hot seat. We drag you around. on. Charlotte, oh, no, we drag you on. Everyone says, get Charlotte on. She knows what she's talking oh, about. I love coming on. I love it. <laughs> oh, gosh, the BBC talking about fashion. It's so it's freedom, you know? Mm. Because often we feel guilty in that newsroom showing off what we're wearing or what we want to wear. And then you arrive and everyone goes, oh my God, look what she's wearing, look what she's wearing. <laughs> oh, that's so very no, sweet. we love it. That's very sweet. I enjoy it a lot. But yes, I'm excited to grill you back today. <laughs> um, can we talk first of all about your amazing bag? Are you happy to talk about your bag? Oh, yes. Because Joe's come in with like the most, oh, this is so good. It's um, it's a Bottega bag and it's in faux fur and it's like carrying a little teddy bear around with you. Can we hold it up? Because we do film yes, it. So, hold it so for those who are listening, I'm afraid you'll have to use your imagination. But for those watching, I mean, it's, it's like a, amazing. Oh, it's it's the mega version. I've got the normal version. Have you? Yeah, but that's... I just, I mean, times I was saying to Charlotte though, I just, next door, there's a lovely coffee place next door and I went in the loo and I thought I'll just put, and then I thought, no, I won't put it there because it's so impractical. It just picks up dirt. Mm. And then part of me thinks, can I throw that in the washing machine? No, really <laughs> no absolutely not. not. It's got a full leather inside. I yeah, don't think full leather inside. And I love this with the little pouch. Um, oh, oh, sorry, oh. That's perfume. <laughs> um, little, yeah, pouch that, uh, you know, is chained to it. It's and so good. It's so, so fluffy. And it's quite boxy, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yes. I just love that it's yellow as well. Yes. What? It's How such a nice colour. It, it is, is nice yellow. Color. It's not even beige. It's yellow. It is yellow. Mm. A lot of people think when they're investing in something like an expensive handbag that it should be a classic mm. colour, in inverted commas. So, but you went for something really fun. Yes. I don't have, if you notice, I very well seldom ever wear anything classical. Mm. I, I'm, I'm quite um, an extrovert and performer and show off. And <laughs> consequently, I wear quite showy off clothes. Damn it, I never realised that's why I did it. Damn it. <laughs> yes. It all makes sense. Oh my God, it all makes sense. True. Okay. Mm. It's, it's part of the whole theatricality mm. of your life. Ah. And... Um, and so, yes, that is, it's like, it's a status piece, isn't it? It's a novelty piece and it makes people think. And I, I, I would love to be a Celine type woman, you know, <laughs> and just the classics, but it just bypassed me. I, I, I'm just a natural You're attracted show to totally, things. Totally, totally. Yeah. I feel like you like a fun. I'm I trying do. to think of your, your well, bags. Your... When I'm doing something like a bag investment, I don't take that many risks because mm. it's, you know, it can be a lot of money. I mean, it is a talking point and it can be just a whole outfit if you go out in mm. jeans and a t-shirt that is literally so the true. outfit um but i you know i'm at the same time i'm not really a handbag person we were talking earlier on about being short and um handbags and coats i hate because i feel shorter mm-hmm. when i'm carrying them around i like the freedom of being quite a straight silhouette does that make sense so i don't like clutter mm-hmm. really so i don't have a big choice of bags 
that's about it. So sorry, it's the size of the bag. The size of the bag. And I'd be much happier never taking a bag out, really. Mm. I just like my car keys and a travel card. We've got a colleague, B, sometimes walks in with with no handbag. (laughs) I'm just so envious. Oh my God, is that not the truth? It's also like she just kind of woke up and decided to go to the office. It gives that vibe. I love it. It's so like unpremeditated. I love the relaxedness of it all. Absolutely. Minimalist to the end. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, I'm like, have I got my notebook, my stuff, you know, everything, checking everything, Mm -hmm, my wallet, mm -hmm. this bank card, that bank card. Me too. And she just, she holds it. Literally, a phone. She holds her phone. It's impressive. Does she wear makeup? Yeah, she does. She must have a lip yeah, gloss. Yeah, she does wear makeup. Do you know what? She wears. We were talking about. She is. We were talking about baggy clothes before, and we, we're we're a baggy clothes crew. B yeah. takes baggy clothes yeah. to a whole new level, so she must have lots of pockets. She probably true. has everything secreted all over. Yeah. She must. <laughs> have it's so true. She's probably got like you know whip open a thing, and she's got yeah. a whole strap yeah. inside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Sherry, you're a big handbag carrier. Um, yes, I feel really weird if I don't have anything. Mm. Like, what what do you do with your your hands and your arms? I'm like. I don't know how to position mm. myself, mm. Um, but it's got to be like a crossbody, mm. something that I don't actually have to carry in my hand. Yeah. I think that's the key. Yeah, there's nothing worse than something that you just sort of have to, that like takes up hands and energy. Mm. I, do you know my bet noir are rucksacks? Sorry, girls, if you've mm. got rucksacks. No, I don't. Oh my god, on the tube when someone turns and they always knock you over. Or they put it oh, back on the their worst. shoulder, so they go to, and they like, there's a swing motion yes. that they do with it, and so they just whack you in the face while they're swinging you onto their shoulder. And we're so short, so four we're of so us, short. it goes straight yeah. right. right. Terry, we're dragging you down with us. You're not Sorry. quite as short as the rest of us. You're I'm, a giant. I'm on the cusp, I'm on the cusp. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what everyone got up to this weekend. Emma, what did you do? It was Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day. Friday, I went to a neighborhood restaurant in Crouch End, which was a really gorgeous little French bistro place. Cool. Which is lovely. It's going to be a terrible French. Accent, <laughs> Le Deux Garçon. And yeah, it's just like really buzzy, nice atmosphere, like great food, like really easy, but like just lovely vibe. Nice. Uh, Asasso went to my first wedding of the, of the year. Oh, yeah, which felt quite nice. early. Yeah, that is early. So, but um, yeah, weather wasn't great, mm. rained all morning, but then it cleared up. Nice. So then when they went out and did their photos, it was like really nice and the sun came out. In London? Stuff. In London, in Hackney. Nice. And what did you wear? Uh, I wore a really old uh, sleeper set that I've only worn once. And I thought sleeper. it's kind of a good time of year to mm. wear that kind of thing. So, and it's a bit wedding-y yeah. and it was easy. It's a bit cold for dresses. So for, like, for an evening dresses, dress, yeah. yeah. And it's comfy as yeah. well. So you just, yeah. So uh, I wore that. And then Sunday I had a lovely lunch with my boys for Mother's Aww. Day. Nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Well, Hackney wedding, that's cool. That, that is, is cool. really cool. Yeah, it was full of very cool people as well. What was, where in Hackney was it? Um, It was at like an event, like a studio event space that you hire out. That's for, awesome. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and they'd done like amazing like floral arrangements and... Cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Cool bride, good dress. Very cool bride. She mm-hmm. had two two dresses. She had one made, and then she had you know that um, amazing polka dot one that um, Zena wore. Oh yeah, 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 the, yeah. Um, the colourful. Yes, I can't remember who who it was. The by. wonderful heart Zena on Instagram. Yes. wore a very. Do you know who she is, Joe? She wore. No. An, I'm going to show you the photo. Yeah, you've got to show the photo. She wore. She well, she had five different bridal looks, Zena, because they it was spread across pandemic lockdowns. Yeah, yeah. And she wore this amazing um oh, let's find her as right. the bride. As, as the, bride. the bride. And it's a it's sort of, sort of white it's a white kind of very um taffeta tool type dress. Ooh, this one. Covered. Oh, it's incredible, isn't oh, yeah, it? Amazing. That's stunning. Yeah. Covered nice. in the most incredible uh oh multicolor polka dots. 
I mean, if you tried to describe that, it would sound so fussy, but it's yeah. not. It's just amazing, mm. isn't it? It's just class. So that was oh, her God, second yeah. dress. Love yeah. that. Lovely. So, wow. Very so, yeah. cool. So fun. Yeah, yeah really, really fun. fun. Yeah. Did your boys get you anything for Mother's Day? Uh, I got a gorgeous bunch of flowers and a bottle of perfume. Oh, oh that's nice. yeah, and a lovely lunch. Oh, so yeah, Nailed I think is, I yeah. did pretty well actually. Good yeah. for them. Yeah. Oh, so nice. Sherry, yeah. what did you get up to? So on Saturday, I had like a date day with my friends. We went to the pub to meet my best friend's new puppy, oh. who is so sweet. She's like a month old. She's a little oh. cavapoo, oh, and she's like a gingery colour. Oh, Honestly, so sweet. Um, what have they called her? They've called her Penelope. Oh, that's oh, Nelly sweet. for sure. I know she's really sweet. That's really sweet. I think named after Penelope Pitstop. Oh. I was like, oh, that's a, that's a rogue choice, but I like it. I like it. <laughs> my my dad calls me Penelope's pit stop because I drive a bit like that. Fast and stop. Yeah. Um, and then in the evening, I went to my friend's house party for his birthday. It was quite a, like a, lots of little sociable, sociable ones. Um, and then yesterday we had like a Mother's Day dinner at home with my mum, which was so nice. We nice. had like a roast lamb nice. Sunday roast. And then quite rogue, but we went out last night. We went to a gig, uh, me and my boyfriend, in the Camden Roundhouse, which oh. is probably my favourite venue at the moment. It's just so cool. They've, I feel like they've really got it down to a tee. Mm. We saw um, Joseph, who's like an amazing... Amazing singer and his energy is so lovely. Mm. So it was a, a couple of us went yesterday and it was so fun. So, wow. so Joe mm. Sherry is amazing at live music gigs. That's like her thing. <laughs> and so if you, you know, you're the girl for recommendations. For and the gigs. roundhouse, I mean, I'm an old hippie. So mm -hmm. I remember the roundhouse, you know, when it first opened. Mm -hmm. And um, I saw these old hippie bands there. So like the, if the walls could speak, mm. you know, the years and years of history mm -hmm. that have gone in that place. It's seen a lot. <laughs> when we used to go you used to wade around all the beer was on the floor so you'd be like walking through streams of beer <laughs> Love you know? oh. that hasn't changed <laughs> still, still the same, still, the same yeah. still sticky floors yeah but it's a really nice venue very yeah, cool lovely venue what else have yeah. you got coming up gig wise gig wise ooh I feel like I want to do some day festivals this year mm -hmm. Kelly Rowland is headlining Sick. Mighty Hoopla so that's like number one mm -hmm. What else? We're going to Barcelona to see Bicep, wow. who's like my boyfriend's favourite, like a techno Irish duo. Cool. Georgie really rates them a lot. Georgie, Georgie likes the techno Bicep. music. Mm -hmm. yeah. She does. So oh, yeah. abandoned. Her yeah. taste. <laughs> I know, yeah. wild. Last time I was here, she was listening to classical music. <laughs> yeah, she loves Ionardi, is that his name? Ionardi, the piano player. Oh, yes. the classical yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So funny. Oh, yes, eclectic. Yeah. <laughs> fun, um, fun yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing Elton John in two weeks oh, oh my god really? but, uh, well at the O2 this is, this is a concert that I think was supposed to be mm -hmm. in like September 2020 mm -hmm. or maybe it was early 21 can't remember anyway it's been moved and moved and moved I have heard that he sort of gets wheeled out a bit now and he kind of does his thing oh. and then gets wheeled back I think, a bit of, um, backing I think there'll be quite a lot like, of mm. Smoke like, and mirrors. Distractions. <laughs> you're distractions. Exactly. I know. And but can I tell you, I saw him in Vegas maybe like 15 years ago. It was his red piano tour or red piano show in Vegas. And it was um at, at Caesar's Palace and it was a really intimate gig and it was so amazing. And so you know when you've just got such a like lovely preserved memory mm. of someone. You don't want to ruin I'm it. Always, I'm yeah. always a bit. Do you know I don't think he'd allow himself. I don't think he'd let himself down. No, I hope not. You know, I think he's probably put so much plan B in yeah. that there'll be there'll be choirs. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. There'll, there'll be, be clip tapes. Yeah. There'll be so much production mm. that it'll be amazing. I hope you're right. I hope you're oh, right. Oh gosh, you lucky um, thing. interestingly today on Selfridges they have launched a an Elton John shop. It's really cool. It's in store and it's online. And they've basically I don't know if this is because this tour is coming up, but they've had loads of key designers create versions of their existing products 
but like Elton John themed. So they've Ooh. got Derek Rose has done some Elton John pajamas and That's Letitia so Rude has done some plates with um, Elton John quotes on it. It's really fun. It's worth I a lot. I think it must Clever. be because Nina Bing, she's done those sweatshirts. Yeah, I really the, want this yeah. t-shirt. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah and Nina Bing has done, it's it's like a 70s, it's like Saturday night um, oh. version, like image of him. Yeah, it's so cool. It's really cool. Jay, what did you get up to this So weekend? I went to see my mum who's 98, wow. would you believe? And she was 98 on Friday. Oh. And um, she has, and I'm not trying to bring the mood down because it's it's she's got the beginnings of dementia but to the point that she knows she's got the beginning of dementia and at the moment it's quite lovely mm. in that she's confused but it's fine do you know what I mean and um and I have to tell you this because she and I we have um I have a YouTube channel and she's often on it with me and, and, yeah, <laughs> and I drive with her by the side of me and my dog in the middle and um we went out for our ride and um she sits by the side of me in my dog's head, probably totally illegal, everybody, but anyway, <laughs> on the back seat. And um, she, you know, I took her to the farm shop where she loves to go and we always buy the same things and we bring them home. And she just kept staring at me as I was driving along. And I went, are you right, Mutz? So I call her Mutty. And she went, fame. And I went, sorry? And she went, fame, that's all you think about is fame. Oh, and I, I laughed because she worships me and me, Aww. her. And I went, sorry? And then I laughed and I went, do you know you're absolutely right? And we, and we were just laughing and, she, and I just thought this is the bit of her mind that is, well, it's 98-year-old, mm. you know what I mean? And, um, and I got back and I said to my brother, I told my brother and he went, that's so astute of her because it has been what's driven me, you know, and she's, it's taken her to 98 to actually say it to me. Um, but yeah, we went out, bought stuff from the farm shop. I know. <laughs> so like, I a, like a quick deep emotional crisis and then onto the farm oh, shop. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like, I know her so well and she me that mm. you just forgive each other, you mm. know, mothers and daughters, mm. basically. Um, uh, then I cooked lunch, then drove back to London and did my radio show, which I do, which was so frustrating because oh, oh bless the BBC um they Charlotte's heard me rant about the BBC enough you can keep all this in I don't care um but I on a Sunday for some weird reason because football is a religion I share my wavelength with a football match so um we were talking about feet with Margaret Dabbs oh, yeah. and um usually the phone in it's like when you come on goes crazy people want to know this that and I kept thinking I'm not getting any calls I'm not getting any calls and then the producer goes no well we're sharing the wavelength with Crystal Palace playing Arsenal. I don't Brighton and, oh is it Arsenal yeah. oh you see you oh, oh sorry yeah, she's got two sons <laughs> I've got oh, there two you boys. Go. <laughs> and I went what and she went yes yeah, sorry and so um oh, so people were trying to tune into your show yeah. and said they were getting the football yeah they were getting the football your sons were probably oh. loving it my listeners who wanted to talk about their feet were thoroughly frustrated um but that was my radio show how yesterday. silly i know Surely, also why bother you know paying you if they're I just know, gonna exactly. stream over your show but i think i mean you're obviously into football i mean I think, i'm not it is a religion isn't it and it rules over everything yeah, and i think they just think well we've got to put it out there especially yeah. if it's a london team but can't they just like I don't really know how frequencies work, but you think they could just like their own have another one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just create another yes. one, just or listen later on, or something. Yeah. But no, so that oh, was that annoying. was a bit frustrating. Mm. That is frustrating. But was Margaret Jabs? For those who don't know, Margaret Jabs um, does medical pedicures, and you know she's got a series of salons across. I think just in London. Uh, no, they're good she God. She? What I love, she's another short woman, everybody, um, <laughs> and she wears these massive heels. She won't mind me saying this because she's always saying, you know, flat shoes are better, and I go, yeah, but look at what you've got on your feet Margaret <laughs> and she says and this is really interesting you should change your shoes at least three times a day Ooh. oh 
Mm. Because it takes 48 hours for any shoe to dry out. I mean, that's a ghastly thought, isn't it? But everything we're wearing, if we take them off tonight, won't be dry for 48 hours. They dry from sweat? Yes. Sorry, girls. No, Charlotte, I beg to differ. You will. Yes, even if you've got good socks. I don't, I mean, we don't come from a sweaty family, but she said everyone's feet, they're enclosed for a certain amount of time. You need to air them for 48 hours. Also, changing your shoes, that's an effort, isn't it? But also to change your gait so that you don't become lazy. I thought you were going to say that. Yes, that as well. Has anyone watched anything good, listened to anything good, got anything you going on, Sherry? Oh, at the weekend, I watched Empire of Light, which came out, I think, a couple of months ago, but it's now on Disney Plus if you want to watch at home. And it's with Olivia Coleman. Um, and it's set in, I think, like the, I want to say the 80s, early 90s. You're not quite sure. And she falls in love with this young black guy who comes to work at the cinema that she works at. And I think it's set in Margate in Kent. And it's a story about how they are basically their relationship and how that blossoms and the ups and downs of it. And then in the background of the storyline, she's suffering with some mental health issues. So you see how that plays out. I love anywhere set in Margate. I think Margate is pretty. Isn't it? The clips I've seen about she's walking, they're walking through fairgrounds together and it's all very aesthetic. Yeah, it's very Mm. aesthetic. So it's Olivia Coleman and Michael Ward. And yes, there's an age difference. She's in her mid fifties and he's actually a student. Wow. um, About to go off to university. So that's another dynamic of the relationship. Mm. I mean, Olivia Coleman's amazing in everything. Is she Mm -hmm. equally good in this? Honestly, Mm. what can't she do? I think she's one of those women who can honestly just play any mm. any person from any era. Yeah, yeah she's amazing. Quite, it's quite an emotional film. Okay. But just a really lovely one. Like, it, like oh. it's, it's not too depressing? No, 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 not okay. at all. And what's yeah. it on? Uh, Disney. Uh-huh. Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, slight tangent, but in my head I was just thinking Olivia Coleman, The Crown. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen over the weekend, and I think it was yesterday, um, they released photos of a, I think it was a kind of a, a behind the scenes photo which has leaked from um, Elstree Studios. And it is a photo of a mangled car yeah. replicating the car that Diana mm-hmm. died in. There's also, they've um, seen the Ritz has been recreated at Elstree Studios as well, oh. which is where she was staying yeah. and the night that she died. And I mean, I've made my, my thoughts on The Crown um, more than clear on this podcast before, which is mm. that I think is despicable. These people are real people. Mm. And I just can't believe that they're yeah. doing this. That it's unreal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I agree, but that is a step too far. A That's step too far. Like, mm. I, I mean, think- some of it I think is for entertainment and yes, it's real people, but you know, I just, I think that's just despicable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, especially with the whole Harry Meghan thing that's going on, it's feeding their fury basically, yeah. because I mean, I loved the original series of the crown because it was historical. Exactly. Yeah. It was, you know, it was what I'd learned about at school and I just thought this is really interesting. I didn't know a lot about Churchill's role in the monarchy mm. and everything else. And the fog was interesting. And the fog. We loved Who the piece. Mm. Who knew it came up through the plug holes? <laughs> yeah, um, you're absolutely right. But there are people alive, whatever you think about Harry and Meghan and how they feel about the press and the mm. media, they've just, that's just, isn't it? Fueling the flame. Yeah. Mm. Exactly that. Like, I don't agree with everything that Harry has done and has to say. No, no. But, but, it's, but, it's, but like, it's that, he's got a damn near, right point about this. Yeah. Too yeah. near. Far too near. Oh. I think Netflix. Boo. Disgrace. Mm. Um, Emma, have you watched anything good? Uh, do you know, I haven't really watched a lot. I started watching The Whale. Oh, yeah. But I only got Ooh. halfway through, so I can't really... Because it was really depressing and boring? Well, I did find myself kind of 
you know, picking up my phone and and I'd heard I had had heard good things about it, so I thought, oh, I'm going to get into this. But I was a bit like, mm. Mm. so it was one of those where I mean, it, and it is a depressing movie, mm. and it's quite hard to watch. I find it quite um, gross, gr- a bit jar, like a bit yeah. jarring. So for those mm. who don't know, this is this is the film that Brendan Fraser won the Oscar for mm. last week. But like what he's is amazing. And what is it about? So it's about a really obese, overweight man who's kind of a recluse in his house. He can't really move. He needs help to go to the lit, like he needs help with everything. And it's about his, um, he left his wife and his child when she was eight uh, and ran off with a man. And it's about him trying to find, kind of mend their relationship. From what I've heard, it is, it's like watching a play in that you're just watching one room. Yeah, and it's, it's one room. Yeah. So I think that's, it, it never moves beyond. Which is quite trying to depressing. Film. Oh my gosh, yes, oh. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, often as, as well, again, I've said many times over the years, there is no such thing as good art that is happy. Think about that. Oh my mm. god, that's deep. deep, isn't it? <laughs> but like, really I don't hard. think I'm so happy to be challenged on it. But in terms of like good books, good films, you know, ones that are really are all good. tortured. They're, They're all tortured. tortured. You're mm. right. Oh, to some element, that yeah. That and the ones that you remember certainly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why the help is like the only like book with a happy ending oh, gosh, we can do a whole good. radio show on that Charlotte mm. thank you welcome. that's my show tonight <laughs> you might come away with loads of uh, yeah I'm gonna... honestly I'd love please do that and then yeah, no, I'm going let to. me know if anyone comes up with a it's good a brilliant suggestion brilliant quote sound of music actually it has to get sad but then it gets happy well it's I was going to say because it does but if you think they're escaping the Nazis so it is tragic it sort of has to get quite deep and dark to be good because that's where substance is you're absolutely right Wow. Oh, God, that's my I'm show tonight. Very deep. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, fine. So not really one. Uh, if you're, if you're... I will probably watch the okay. other half, but I don't know. Okay. It's not a particular, not it's not a feel-good yeah. movie. No. But... It's no uh, Paddington 2, which we no. were talking <laughs> about the other day. <laughs> oh, the best. What film? Oh, that is have amazing. you seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, my God, Joe. It's so it is the best. I think Paddington 1, no, I know. No, you Paddington 1. Paddington no, they're both 2. great, but Paddington 2 is better. Hugh Grant's the baddie. I love Hugh Grant. He's so good. See, I love yeah. what he did on the red carpet. I just think oh my god, me too. I just thought, you know, what a ridiculous question to ask. Yeah. It's so <laughs> funny because a lot of people are saying this. Obviously, yes. in America, there was this big backlash. Yeah. Yeah. This is the interview. But they don't do irony, do they? Well, America? quite. So this is the interview um, on on the red carpet for the Oscars. Ashley Graham um, was presenting and asked him some questions, and he gave some <laughs> very curt answers. But yes, I've had quite a few people yeah. say, "Well, he's just being Hugh Grant, and he's yeah. just being exactly. British." Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Crazy questions she asked, but well. Yeah. I mean, it's it's quite normal on a red carpet to on ask a red where carpet. your suit's from. Yeah. No, but to ask what it was like playing the character. I mean, it's, you know, you, he had to it's give a short generic. answer. You just mm. quite generic. Yeah. 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 What are you going to say to that? It <laughs> exactly. was great. Exactly. It was great. Um, Joe, are you watching anything? Do you what, watch much TV? Um, do you know, you've watched, you've talked about The White Lotus and I know you're not a fan <laughs> and I absolutely loved it, it but good. I came to it late. Mm. I also think I'm growing into Jennifer Coolidge, you know, the old... I think target. we all want to be a bit more Jennifer <laughs> Coolidge. I mean, I yeah, just amazing. <laughs> what I want to watch, and because I've spent so much time reading about it and hearing him being interviewed over the weekend, is Spencer Matthews' yes. documentary. Oh, I've mm. seen that. Um, yeah. Have you seen it? Mm. Oh, wow. It's very good. Is it? Yeah. Um, Finding Michael, mm. is it looking... And, and I read The Guardian... Review. They said it's actually really emotional as well. Oh, yeah, it's def- yeah, it's very emotional. Have you talked about it before? Yeah, Laura you... talked about it last week, having seen it. But yeah, mm. I have. I would like to see it too. I yeah, yeah. Really and well. also because I am such a huge fan of his. I um and I heard him being interviewed um yesterday when um somebody asked him about 
made in Chelsea. And he said, I just really want to forget it. And she quite rightly mm. said, but you wouldn't even, you mm. wouldn't have made any of, the, you wouldn't be with Vogue. You wouldn't, mm. you know. It's and he him a platform. Yeah. Absolutely. And he said, yes, I know that. He said, but when I look back on the episodes, I just feel so foolish. Mm. Well, we all feel foolish mm. when you look back on your life. Yeah. But I, what a wonderful thing. <laughs> what a cheery thought. But what a wonderful thing, you know, that they, because apparently it cost a fortune to make it. And, um, and they made it because it was him. You kind of like are on the edge of your seat. Mm. Like, what you know, is it because it's based on a photo that they received of a a climber dead in a similar um, outfit that he'd worn on that day. So they knew that the colours all matched and the boots were the same and the whatever. Mm. And then it's like kind of going along that route. I, th- I do think it's a spoiler to say that we know they didn't find him. No, so that's, no. I, mean, I think that's, I think yeah. that's, out, that's there, out there. I think. Yeah. Um, but but they, yeah. is it right? They show videos that Spencer hadn't seen before of him. Is yes. that? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's that's Imagine quite that. Yeah. 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 But then they they, well, this might be a spoiler. But then they help someone else right. on the cool. on on the expedition. Oh, wow. So it's kind of got a happyish. Oh wow! That gave me goose twist of it. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. Okay, we must all watch that. Yeah. We'll revert back to the list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sherry, you brought along some things to chat about. So there was a piece in the Saturday Times at the weekend and the headline is how to beat the Sunday night blues. Don't like Mondays, avoid your work emails and enjoy the weekend. So I think everyone gets Sunday night blues to a certain extent. I feel like I get them quite badly these days. Not because I don't want to come to work yeah. on a Monday, <laughs> just because I'm like, oh, the weekend's over. Mm, means you're enjoying a weekend, I think. True. So they have said 80% of us experience some kind of Sunday night dread, but professors at the University of Exeter have said that there are strategies to tackle. There's a word for it. Yeah, I it, couldn't pronounce that word. This is a long word. It's... Um, Lunar adiosophobia. Oh my gosh, something to do with the moon. Could be. The name given to an extreme fear or dread of a Monday morning. Hmm. So to tackle them, you need to... Lundy. Lundy, yeah. You need to complete your to-do list on a Friday afternoon, avoid emails over the weekend and plan fun activities for Monday mornings. Yeah. Which I think makes sense. I think that's all lovely. Yeah, it, isn't it weird though? Because do you think it started from school? I, you know, mm. I'm a lot older than you, and I still have that Sunday evening homework has to be done. Yeah, songs of praise was the only well, thing that was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, what was the yeah. other thing where they used to they used oh. to do the review? What people have thought about TV that week? Oh, uh, I know what you mean. It was like oh, a week in like review. The, was, oh, um, oh, what was it called? With Esther Ransom. Oh, yes, gosh, yeah. what was yes. It what is yes, you're right. that mean? followed songs um, of praise? That was the light entertainment. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was like, a jolly Sunday. Night. Was, <laughs> it was just you know ah, oh. and it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hangs with you for the rest of your life. It's like the dentist waiting room, isn't it? I went to my gym at six o'clock this morning, which I would never, ever do because I do a late night radio show. But it was like, oh my God, there was no one there. It was all, it was the cleanest I've ever seen Mm. it. And I thought there's no hair anywhere in the change I mean I go to a really nice gym but you know you always think God, there's people being in these lockers and go so it's immaculate and I just thought this is how you do it Monday morning get down to the gym literally before anybody else Mm. and it's like embryotic is it you know like a rebirth born again born again um See, I, I don't think that would do it for me because I hate I would look forward to that. That's not my version of, not your of a fun Monday. But Emma, you also, you get up and work out, don't you? Does wow. that help you? Sometimes. I mean, sometimes. I used to like mm. do it a lot, but recently I've been really bad. Well, you're busy. You've got a yeah. busy job. What about Sunday night, please? So, Joe, you've combated it this morning with well, a workout. Well, it's just so weird. I didn't even know we were going to talk about that. But I just, I thought, gosh, this is the cleanest this gym's ever been. Mm. I could, Monday's the one day I can get up early because I haven't done a late night show. And I just, I feel like I'm firing on all cylinders. Mm. I thought that's, rather than sloth, you know, going into a Monday, mm. um, you know, I just, <laughs> I, um, I just, but can I just ask you girls, because, you know, I don't work in an office and so I have to go into the, my studio every day. If you're working from home, does the work week still have the same pattern then? Is it still a Monday to Friday? With the, Because where I live, I live in Marylebone on the high street and Thursday night is the new Friday night. Everybody mm. is out. And I just thought maybe it's a shorter week, which means on a Monday morning, do you feel less depressed? I definitely think that working from home, we work from home on a Wednesday and a Friday, definitely takes the impact out of that oh my God, where am I going to find the energy for to five days in the office? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to like do your hair and makeup. No. Yeah. A few days break. So yeah. Yeah. A few days. Makes a massive difference. Working with a face pack on it. Yeah, yeah heaven. <laughs> Absolutely heaven. <laughs> Sherry, so have you come up with any ways to combat those Sunday night blues for yourself? Mm. So I spoke to my sister about this because she is like a big Monday person. I'm like, how do you do this? And she was like, you need to reframe your mind. Think of like Monday as like a really exciting day. Even if you haven't got anything on, like have a nice lunch or like go for a walk with a friend at work on a Monday afternoon, do something that you wouldn't do another day, but Mm. that you really enjoy. So I'm kind of trying to be doing that, but I think my thing is to like do something on a Sunday evening. Not Mm. necessarily go out every week, but stay at home, have like a nice date night in. I don't know, just make it feel a little bit, a little bit longer. Yes. Um, And that kind of has been working. Less like a school day, because we're still school day orientated. Well, can I say, Mm. so I don't, I actually don't get Sunday night blues. I think I used to when I was younger, but I but I don't as I have got older. And I think mm. it's it's basically exactly what you just said. In my head, Sunday nights were like everything we talked about, songs of praise and homework and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and actually, I still am living in a kind of novelty space of, oh, isn't it fun that we can like cook together and watch a film on a Sunday? It can be kind yeah. of however you want it to mm. be. And mm-hmm. so I don't find, I also don't find the idea of Monday kind of inherently depressing because also Monday blink and it's over. Yeah, and that's true. I don't know. I just I, like Sunday. I'm like, oh my god, I don't have to have a really yeah. boring Sunday night, and that really helps me. I think. Yeah, mm, yeah. you're a grown up. I'm yeah. a grown up. Yeah. I do what I like. <laughs> exactly. Emma, do you suffer? Um, I definitely kind of Sunday afternoon. My brain will definitely go into a different place, so I'll start thinking about work and the week ahead. Yeah. 
and the kids and what they've got on mm. and what I have to do and what form I have to fill, you know, all those things. So I definitely do have a switch of gear, probably at about four o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That even if you're doing something on a Sunday night, you can't really yeah. shake. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'll still do nice things like watch a movie and sure. have nice food, but I'll definitely it'll definitely be at the back of my head yeah mm. and are you and are you saying homework boys this is time yeah, to do yeah. So oh god yeah, you see it goes on and on i was gonna say <laughs> unfortunately if you've got children you sort of go back into that cycle do. of sunday yeah night yeah, yeah. School, don't you and i have you done your times table oh, god. <laughs> oh the fun um okay any other tips in that feature sherry deep breathing i think this is quite extreme if you're getting yeah you maybe might. if you get anxious maybe that's yeah. quite helpful to dampen your flight or fight response mm. and they also say taking active long walks engaging with fr- friends and family and checking in on loved ones who may be unwell or lonely because they might be having it too that's true mm. and i also think when the when the clocks go forward yes. that will make a massive huge difference, difference. Mm. so true mm. one more that's week. part of it oh is that what it is yeah, yeah. Right. today is actually the first official day of spring oh happy right. spring <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so it does only get longer from here on out mm-hmm. Brilliant. um okay and sherry the second topic so the second topic is our lady gwyneth paltrow she's in hot water yet mm-hmm. again um she did a podcast a couple of weeks ago and she was talking about her what she eats in a day um no surprise to anyone it's actually not very much so <laughs> she she starts a day with coffee and a vitamin drip as you would expect a vitamin, drip. Quite, vitamin drip, drip every yeah day. an iv vitamin drip oh, um, i mean i guess if you can yeah mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> And then for lunch, she has bone broth mm-hmm. um, and then vegetables for dinner with perhaps some steamed fish or on their own. And that's her and regular that's diet. Mm-hmm. That's her diet. That's her regular diet. Do you diet. think you can train yourself to only need that amount of food? Like, I would just kilo oh, that. After a while, your after, body gets yeah. used to it and then you just be like... You would yeah, just be yeah. fine. You would just be able to run on that. But it's so antisocial, isn't oh, it? Oh, I mean, it's just so boring. true. Just how can you have any friends or family mm-hmm. when you eat that? Mm. I mean, it is rude. It's rude. I think it's it really is rude. rude isn't it, it is rude. It is rude. Because she's got kids as well. Yeah. You know, well, you can't have a family meal if yeah. you're there exactly. basically in stock for lunch. Bone broth. I'm sorry, that's not a meal. I know. Bone broth is for me like um like a coffee. Uh, yeah, like a drink. It's like a, like it's a, a yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or like if you are unwell, you may be yeah. something. I always feel like there's a we have a responsibility to talk about like, in this day and age a more reasonable measured day on the plate. So even if that is, you know, what it takes to look like Gwyneth, I think that's, you know, fine. Each their own if that's what works for her. But especially as a business owner, someone with a really public platform, I think it's really dangerous. I do. Mm. I agree. Promoting a diet like that. I do. I really do. And and that's what surprises me because she's a mother and she's a businesswoman. And she's a trailblazer, mm. you know, mm. um, whatever you think about her. She has led a load of women in, you know, mm. follow her as disciples. I think it is really dangerous mm. and it and triggering. I mean, that's, yeah, that's like, it. so that's triggering. It. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I mean, I'm like, you know, you know, dietitian, doctor, but like she's not having any any carbohydrates, mm. any fats, not much protein. Yeah, and she can't she's actually be healthy. No, it can't no. be very good for her bones. And she's it? fifty. Yeah. Um and she has kids. Yeah, I just think I think it's really dangerous. And the yeah. fact that it's trending Zero on TikTok. As well. like, I would be this yeah. is it. I would be so unenergetic, yeah. I think. But on she that diet. probably has very expensive urine. I expect she takes a huge <laughs> amount of supplements, don't you? Oh, she's yeah, getting the IV drip. The IV, yeah. Yeah. Yes. The IV wow. drip. That's all she needs. Oh. Polly shared a really lovely thing on um, Instagram. I think it was around the Christmas period. I think, And it was a meme basically saying that 
that extra little bit of weight you're carrying, that extra 10% is the fun bit. That Mm. is the drinks with friends. It's the late night chips. It's the takeaway with your boyfriend, whatever it is. And I just... I just thought that was like the best it's way the to frame it. Yeah. It's the fun bit. It is, yeah. Yeah. If like, if you all just want to be 100% lean, then, then like, you know, everybody can make that each their own. But for me, that squidgy bit is the Oh, totally. Bit. Yeah, exactly. that's the fun that's part. That's a lovely description it. of it. it yeah. Okay. My brother once, we were out somewhere and he was eyeing up some girl, forgive me. And I said, what are you up to? And he went, she just looks like she really enjoys her lunch. And I just <laughs> I love thought, that. But what Aww. a lovely thing to say, isn't yeah. it? I take that as a lovely compliment. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I do enjoy yes. my lunch, good diet. Um, is there something that all of you eat every day? Like, is, is there is there a routine? Do you have anything that is your, there's part of your kind of, food routine or is it a bit more haphazard than that mine's very haphazard Mm. actually when i'm at work i always i mean this is really boring but i always have a wrap and prep do you yeah Mm -hmm. i thought you could do better than that i know you should go to the deli because i think because i'm like programmed you know i'm like okay i'll just run out and get so lunch anytime i go to the deli the queue's like yeah the queue's mad yeah mad so i just run out to prep what do you Mm. get from prep the chicken pesto. But can I tell you, so the chicken pesto has had has been on a journey because it started as a chicken satay, which was banging, but then obviously Pratt. Oh, yeah. I mean, Pratt had to that? scrap nuts because oh, they yeah, are, yeah, yeah. have been in serious trouble in that department. So that's fine. And then it became a chicken sriracha wrap. Really delicious. Mm-hmm. And now it has evolved into a chicken pesto. Are, aren't they different though? I, well, They're I very different. I've not seen a, a sriracha, sriracha alongside a pesto. I don't know if you... when I go in later. If you ever see a sriracha, <laughs> please, yeah, please yeah. Just let me know. Um, but so the pesto was my least favorite of the three. Oh, really? Oh. Interesting. Quite lazy, the isn't it? The pesto, it not much chicken yeah. pesto, not much else. Yeah, it mm. is. But spinach, yeah, dry yeah. spinach. Yeah. 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 Not. To I say mean, I could, I could definitely do better than that. But <laughs> okay. it's just more of a it does the job. Grab convenience done kind of thing. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Sherry, any go tos? Go to. We actually have the exact same order. So, Joe, there's a deli around the corner. Right, right. Called the North Street Deli, which gets quite a lot of airtime on shit. And they, they've got a big <laughs> board. They do, they do lovely fresh sandwiches and they've got a big board um, with like numbers for different combinations. And we get this, the exact same. The chicken, avocado, tomato. Yeah. yeah. It's delicious. Again, delicious. a bit of healthy fats, a bit of protein, <laughs> a bit of carbs. Balanced. Oh, exactly. The ciabatta is so good. Oh, it's so good. So good. Mm, delicious. What do I have every day? I probably oats, but that's really boring. Mm. That's because no, it's a good start. To yeah, it's yeah, very you can, good. You can meal prep it, and mm. I know that if I don't eat well for the rest of the day, at least I've had a healthy breakfast. Mm. If I could choose, I would have skinny fries for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. That is like my big, big weakness. What's a skinny fry? Oh, you mean literally skinny fry? Yeah, 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 yeah. With a diet coke. Yeah, but I obviously can't have that every day. Oh, yeah. On holiday, I do because. You're on holiday. That is the best holiday meal. Yeah, I agree. Like, Anywhere, beach, chips and coke. Oh yes, exactly. yeah. Oh, perfect. And a club sandwich on yes. the beach. Oh, God, with the mayonnaise falling out. Oh, yeah. oh my God, mayonnaise <laughs> down your hand. Yes. Oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> um, Joe, anything, what's your, what's your um, eating habits like with your late night you know, show? Oh, ridiculous. Absolutely, because I get home and eat, which yeah, is so bad. You must so be hungry bad. when you get oh, it's home. It's so bad, it's so bad. But we have, have you heard of Bailey and Sage? We have oh, a Bailey and Sage. Oh, you do now, <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, my God. It's like going into church. Sorry, if anyone's religious, worshipping at <laughs> Bailey and Sage. But we all go in, all of us, going, oh, wow. Except I've got to know every single item on the shelf now. Um, and I know where it is and I know what time they sell out. 
but I love <laughs> bread. I could just live off bread. Mm. I anyone that denies himself bread. Mm. And Bailey and Sage have these big baskets of different types of bread. So there's um, sultana, and there's honey bread, mm. and there's seeded bread, and there's and all the batons and everything else. So I always have bread, a new bread, loaf of bread from Bailey and Sage, and then I have what's the avocado whipped up. Guacamole. Guacamole. They're guac. Mm, They're fresh so guac. Nice. The, what, the one in the pot. What is it they put in there? Is it onion in there? There's something really There's crispy. some red onion in there. Oh, it's so red we, onion. There was oh. a Bailey and Sage next to our old office before we moved and... I remember reluctantly talking about that that guac on um because oh, we use it's quite a it was quite a lunch staple for the Sherlock's team at one point really? in the summer. Mm, the best. memories you see, Charlotte, <laughs> it is the best. and you crunch on that guac with this wonderful bread. Yeah. So, can, I ask, can I ask a question? Yeah. This, yeah. this is a very localized question, but I felt quite bad for the cheese. What are they called? The from La Fromagerie. Fromagerie. When Bailey and Sage opened, I, I went hope straight not in there. The journalist mm. didn't you went in there, Charlotte, like <laughs> you, and I said, "Are you concerned yeah. about?" And they said. Um, no, and I thought, well, you should be because, um, you know, <laughs> Bailey and Sage is like taken over. Mm. Um, and, and the fromagerie can be the fromagerie, right? We all love cheese, but that cheese room, I love it. Though. They're mm. always shouting, shut the door. And I used to go in there and they go, shut the door. <laughs> and you'd go, yeah, but I've got to get in, and shut the door. And there was Damien Lewis, do you remember from Homeland? Damien Lewis, yeah. who I so absolutely adored. Mm. I saw him going in there once. Um, and I just thought, I've got to ask him to come on my show. And I followed him in and everyone shouted. He was in the cheese room and they went, shut the door. And I was shut in the cheese room with Jamie Lewis. And I well, there said, are worse people to be stuck I know, in the cheese room but he's, he, like, he was obviously shopping for Helen at the time. Mm. And, and um, I said, um, hello, you don't know me, but I have a radio show. I mean, this is so embarrassing. I said, I don't suppose uh, you'd think of um, coming on the show. And he went... He looked down at me and he went, no. Oh, oh. And I was shut in the cheese room, <laughs> oh my freezing gosh. with Damien. Oh, how awkward. And, I, and I, I think it was because it was his privacy yeah. and he was cheese shopping mm. and it was like so compromising. <laughs> it's good for you for just asking. I know, yeah. but I yeah. have to. Yeah. You yeah. must do that. Um, just... I'm not very good at that. Georgie's very good at that. Oh, Georgie would yeah, be I'm, brilliant. I actually get quite And they'd all say yes to Georgie, yeah. unlike me. She's <laughs> tall and leggy. And, but he just went no and... Um, and so, yes, that was a lingering uh, memory of... of so has it traumatised you for life? Totally traumatised but, uh, but it is But from Marjorie, you know, it doesn't have what Bailey and Sage has. And you're mm. right to be concerned. Um, they're a much smaller <laughs> enterprise, aren't but they? But I, I just wonder if that, you know, that will still attract locals and Bailey and Sage is a bit more flashy and showy. It is and flashy and, and locals and you can go and sit in the fromagerie exactly. and have uh, cheese, their cheese and ham sandwiches, toasties. Can I tell you, we, yeah, oh, we actually interviewed on Gold, um, the founder of La Fromagerie and she, I mean, it was just one of my, one of my favourite interviews we've ever done. It what was, a, it was amazing, mm. amazing woman. Anyway, that's a real tangent but I would much rather talk about cheese than bone broth. Let's answer some questions. Some questions have come in. What is your typical working from home morning routine? Joe, do you have work to do outside of your radio station? Like yes. do you prep when you're at home yes so what does that look like so um i i'm sent my running order and uh, i've got to the stage now and i'm really lucky where i can just say no i don't want to do that i don't want to do that i don't want to do that i always say i'm fed up with interviewing celebrities um but people i really want to interview are the non-celebrities with really good stories and so i will often going back to approaching people in the street there are people i meet and i just think i really want you on my show so i will get their contact numbers send them to my producer send as much background as I can and my producer's brilliant we've worked together for so long comes back and says okay yes I've booked them um are these okay we go through the questions then we do a thing every night called chewing the fat where we sit with three other journalists and talk about topics 
And I usually choose those topics that I want um, the journal. And I do that at home in the morning. It's a bit like I'm this. Wondering. Very like this. <laughs> Very like this. Not as rela- not as much fun, I hasten to add. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, quite similar. Um, and I do that from home, you know, just wandering around in my dressing gown or whatever. And I, li- I actually like that. Mm. I like, um, because also our um, newsroom is like all hot desking. No one has their own desk. Mm. So you turn up and someone's sitting where you want to sit. So I quite like, you know, having the luxury of working from home. Nice. Plus I'm only eight minutes away. I can walk in very That's quickly. Dream. Mm. Any rituals you have when you're working from home that you must uh, um, do? I work from a laptop, which I put absolutely ed- anywhere. Um, literally anywhere. Um, no, I don't, I don't turn the phone off. It's all incredibly relaxed because I was never trained really to work in an office. I have no... Uh, office etiquette mm. at all at home. It's You're not replicating. Not at all. It's very messy. Very messy. <laughs> um, Emma, what does a working from home morning look like for you? Um, well, they're usually my exercise mornings if I can drag myself up. So I'll do like maybe 45 minutes exercise, get the kids to school, walk the dog, come back, and then I'm kind of ready to go. But yeah, I'm quite relaxed at home. Like I'll either be at the kitchen table or up in the office yeah quite relaxed do yeah. you put on makeup and like get yourself dressed no. or is it your day to leave no it to i like either put on something super comfy like big baggy sweatshirt and and that's it yeah. scrape my hair back just, maybe yeah, on a cap like i'm very very low-key at home that's the I'm best like, part of being yeah. i think sherry what does uh, want to do for you? pretty similar yeah hair scrape back I always do a hair mask on a Wednesday. Oh, nice. Put it in. Some um, Philip Kingsley Elasticizer does wonders. Oh, mm-hmm. And then mm, I usually go to the gym with my dad on a Wednesday, which is like a oh, nice little highlight. So nice. nice. Yeah, which is really nice. And then we get back and then have a breakfast and and then and then start. I mean, yeah. what, how much time do you really have in the morning before mm. you start working? And then my new thing is putting a little bit of cucumber in my water, which oh. is just like the, the smallest thing, but I just feel slightly like elevated. Yeah. <laughs> I think being able to do those really civilized things when you're at home really just yeah light a candle exactly yeah Yeah, exactly um someone has asked what is the best career advice you've ever received jay i truly believe that um because it's such a cliche you get back what you put in uh you know the harder you work it's so cliched but the harder you work you know, going back to Monday blues and everything, when you think, oh God, that I'll be bothered. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna sit and watch you know, White Lotus. Um, but if you just start, especially if you're freelance, to make those um, approaches, then you will get back. Even if it's a rejection, it might be a connection so you can work on something else. Um, and I've I've learned that, that, you know, sometimes you just think I'm just getting rejection, rejection, or I'm not getting where I want to be and I'm hitting a brick wall, but you won't, as long as you're working at it, mm. you are taking tiny steps forward. And also, I do love the fact now that, um, especially for women, our lives are chapters. I've really noticed that um, my life has just been a series of chapters. It's not linear. I think men often have to be linear and women don't you know we like we have periods and we have menopause and it's all chapters Mm -hmm. and our careers can be really healthy chapters and you know when to like you know charlotte i'm thinking when do i move away from the bbc (laughs) when do i take that leap in faith and i will do it so when it's right you know and it will be exciting because i'll think good now i'm going to go on to a new and i'm not going to fear it and i think you shouldn't 
fear change. You should just, you should embrace it and think this is the next chapter and it's going to be exciting. I think mm. we get so scared of change. Mm. But that was a very long answer. No, 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 no that's, that's great advice. Yeah, yeah, really good, good advice. advice. But I think it's really exciting. I think it's so exciting, you know, ambition. I talk about that a lot with my friends who've gone on maternity leave or are kind of having babies around now about how, you know, there are times in your life where work will be a priority mm. times in life where it won't but it's the chapters thing that you said I mean Emma you mm. you did that you were in an hour yeah. new chapter almost coming back yeah you? like 100% like I before I started here I was freelance for gosh like six years so as you were saying earlier like office etiquette like I hadn't been in office for you know I didn't know all the systems yeah. and everything yeah. so um yeah no this is definitely a, a different chapter for me after having kids and yeah so I feel like I've done little little stints at different things. Yeah. And it keeps it interesting. Of course it does. What's the best career advice you've ever had? I would say try and just be a yes person, Mm. like say yes to opportunities that come your way. And maybe it's just being that little bit braver, even if something scares you, Mm. just kind of embrace it and and try and go with it. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, that's good good advice. Definitely. Sherry? Oh, it's quite hard. Mm. I don't think there's someone who has given me career advice specifically. I don't know who has said this. It might have been Chris Jenner. Not that she's the, <laughs> the career queen, but she kind of is really. Yes. She said, um, just be nice to every single person who you meet and like don't burn bridges. If you leave somewhere, leave on a good note, make a good impression. So you don't know like who you're going to meet further down the line in like 10 years. Perhaps was a runner on a TV show. Not this is so going to happen to me. But perhaps as a runner who you were rude to and then they're your producer in like so 10 true. years. Yeah. Always be lovely. I love it's Chris Jenner because apparently <laughs> um, everyone says of Kim, she is just so lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. She's yeah. so nice, I've says thank you. Things. And I just think that's probably the way she's been brought yeah. up. Mm. And I mean, it costs nothing, like manners. No. I interviewed Jen Atkin, um, who's a hairdresser for one of the Kardashians' hairdressers. And she said her best career advice also came from Chris Jenner, oh. which was if somebody says no, ask someone else. Which I just thought, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Good advice. <laughs> Don't really take good. No from um, us can I give you mine? I'm gonna go just, I'm yeah, gonna, go I've got two pieces of advice, both from my dad, who is um, something of an oracle um, for me. So I have spoke, I have talked about the first one on the podcast many times, um, but this is his piece of advice. He wants to write a book called this. Um, the line is read it three ways so when you receive an email when you receive a message and we all do this so we you know we pick it up mm. and say oh so and so is that and he said stop read it in this tone of voice oh and read my it God. that is such that's good, good advice, advice yeah. isn't it yeah. read it through ways. the reason he hasn't written the book is because that is as far as that concept goes <laughs> like there's no more it will be a one page book but that is it so read it three ways and the second is only do what only you can do which I think is such good only do what only you can do in a workplace. So don't mm. worry about all the other things that are not your remit, not your skill set. Only do what only you can do. And that's where you'll find your real value, I think. And I think I'd love to yeah, meet your really dad. Very is he a businessman? He, he is a businessman, yes. Yeah, he is. That thing about the email though, because I'm so reactionary. I'll mm. read the top line and go, ah! Exactly. You know, and you just, and you don't read the sense of it yeah. at all. It's yeah. so clever. I know, it's really good advice. There was an interview with career advice in last week's show so do check it out and one of her pieces of advice which i loved was take 72 hours to respond to anything oh that was, wow yeah wow. because you do you just fire something back or you anything that's sorry not anything anything no, don't, no, but please don't to our team don't start taking 72 hours to <laughs> but anything that's agitated you or provoked you mm. that's so because hours. it means you have control you have full control exactly. because they're waiting well, for then you well then your emotions also yes. change yeah. don't they the things yeah. that rile you up totally yeah and also depending it. on your mood like hot when you're reading it like you could read it when you're like really stressed out and then you're like oh I can't believe they're saying that but then actually 
you know if yeah. you read it later and you're like yeah. oh all they're saying is yeah. you know 72 and you do just kind of get over things don't you yeah. Yeah. of course you yeah. do finally let's talk fashion very quickly somebody said what's on your spring wish list Joe, you have to tell us where this gorgeous dress is from it's very spring like this is Erdem oh, and and I um I feel very Amish or Little House on the Prairie no it's perfect it's but perfect. I and I also think I'm just sinking to the sofa I'll just be like a floating head um but I love it because it's got pockets and um but what I love this season um is trouser suits because they are literally so I've got a Hobbs trouser suit and um a theory trouser suit both different price ranges one in fuchsia pink one in navy blue very similar Mm -hmm. to what you're wearing and um and they're just I love them very easy to wear they're so easy and the age I've got to I think I've seen the trouser suit come back three (laughs) times along with the espadrille um (laughs) but I think that's for me going to be my spring must-have is the trouser suit Mm. yeah I agree with that Sherry, what's on your wish list? Oh, I'm thinking a good jacket. Maybe like a bomber. The Zara mm. green one is mm. really nice. Um, yeah, I think I saw that, the Zara green one. Oh, I actually saw it in the Battersea Power Station oh, really? store the other day. So I think they still have it. But yeah, I think a good some outerwear mm. I could make the most out of. You were wearing a good I was just thinking, I saw you in a good bomber. When was it? It was like an hour ago. Mine's Frankish. Oh, it's that one. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really very old, but really I live nice. in it. And it's, it's a really good bomber. Yeah. Yeah. Emma, spring must-haves, spring um, wish list. I, well, quite similar to, I'm going to get some more sil- like you silky suits. Mm. I just like, these mm. trousers are just like the dream. Yeah, where's I this just, one? This is mm. nice. These Air are Wand. Max Mara. Really oh, nice. wow. Um, but I just love them. They're just like wearing pajamas. Yeah, so they look very so comfy. comfy. Yeah. What's oh, your Charlotte? It. Anything on your list? I feel like it's like almost so many things that there's nothing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, feel I like just I want so love these me and M that you're wearing. Thanks, yeah. I mm. love these. Are, do you know what? I've got a few of these me and M. These are car- they're kind of cargo, but I've got a few of the cargo trousers that are everywhere with the big pockets mm-hmm. on them. And I just, they're just not me. Like, I just don't feel, I don't know, they're just a little too boyish yeah mm-hmm. a little too androgynous so um i really love these which are kind of you can't tell because i'm sitting down but have really lovely pleats so they sit in like a lovely big wide leg um and i'm wearing trainers now but actually it's because i've got to wear heels later so i thought it worked quite well and this is also part of a suit this blazer this is also a me and m suit and there's some very wide leg trousers that go with that you do well, wear so. she wears fantastic blazers thank you I, do mm. I have to laugh when you first came on my show and that was probably about three years ago do you remember it was the time of the tabard i do remember i knew that's what you say, yes, and and um yes. everyone was like coming out the newsroom where what's that and Literally a week later, everyone is wearing tabards. Really? <laughs> it was my navy C yes. by Clary one, which yes. very kindly I still got asked about a lot. But it was it was nearly four years ago actually. That's was it, it four was years? Quite, ago. Yeah, nearly. Yeah, you still wear it? Yeah, it's quality will out. You see, exactly. Mm. It was. I was always. I was thrilled with that one. Mm. Um, all right. I think that's it, Joe. Thank you so much. I've loved it. Loved having you today. And um, thank you, Emma and Sherry as well. If you have any feedback at all, please do email podcast at shellax.com. We love hearing from you. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.